15 minutes of neat stuff for kids. Greetings, amazing humans, and welcome to another 15 minutes of neat stuff for kids. I'm your host, Miss Lauren, and I invite you to join me as we explore different areas of our world that spark our interest. This week, our topic is camping. Have you ever gone camping? It could be in your living room with blankets, it could be in your backyard, or it could be outside. Wherever you and your family decide, it is fun. We also have a special edition at our house of cat ping, and that is where you find as many cat stuffies as you can, or if you have none, you can cut some out of felt, and you sit around with them and snuggle and read stories around a pretend campfire. The cats just pretty much just lay there, but they are really good listeners. I suppose dog ping could work too, or koala ping, but you can decide. Anyway, I just had to talk about camping as it has been a joy for our family and I thought it would be for you as well. Camping is like sleeping in your room, except your room is outside and you don't have any walls or any of your usual things. But you do have a lot of camping things. What is your favorite part about camping? Setting up the tent, yes. Ah, the s'mores. And the songs around the campfire, yes please. Should we come up with a new campfire song for our song this week? Sounds good to me. Ah, and the mosquitoes. I love them too. Oh, wait, no, I don't. That's my least favorite part. Oh, yes, the fresh air. That's my actual favorite. Mmm, it smells so good. You can breathe in through your nose, and there are so many different scents to smell. Let's do that right now. And imagine, if you were a cat or a dog, you would be able to smell so many more things. If you can, go outside or open a window right now and take a big sniff, sniff, sniff. Mmm, grass, leaves, fresh flowers. Mmm, it smells like the sun? What? I didn't know it could smell like the sun. But I guess things can. Hopefully there are no bad smells near you like dog poop. Anyway, we just went camping at Malax Cathayo State Park in Minnesota. And right in that spot, people have been living, either permanently or traveling in and around there, for over 4,500 years. That's 4,500 years. Archaeologists came to that spot to dig and have found beautiful spears and pottery that are thousands of years old. It was incredible to see. They also have found remnants of giant wood dwellings, complete with scaffolding, which is essentially like a permanent ladder around them to fix the roof. It is so cool to learn and remember that people have been living in these places for millennia. The beginning of the word millennia starts with mil, which means a thousand, and millennia means a thousand years, and milax or milak means a thousand lakes. There are also some other fun types of camping that I want to talk about, like horse camping, where you camp with your horse, car camping, glamping, where they have fancy things like electricity, backpacking, where you carry everything on your back, cabin camping, and canoe or kayak camping, where you bring everything in a boat. Now tell me, do you have any jobs if you've gone camping before? Yes, like collecting the kindling, or setting up the tent, Mm mm-hmm, making sandwiches, 
Or maybe you have some jobs packing. And what might you do if you forget something? Let's find out in our song, which is happening right now. Did you pack the tent? You didn't pack the tent. Oh, what are we gonna do? We need that tent. Let's go and get it. Let's go and get it. We can't forget it. What would we do? Did you pack the sleeping bags? You didn't pack the sleeping bags. Oh, what are we gonna do? We need those sleeping bags. Let's go and get it. Let's go and get it. We can't forget it. What would we do? Did you pack the camp stove? You didn't pack the camp stove. Oh, what are we gonna do? We need that camp stove. Oh, let's go and get it. Let's go and get it. We can't forget it. What would we do? Did you pack your cheeks? Did you pack your nose? Did you pack your ears? Did you pack all of those? Let's go and get it. Let's go and get it. We can't forget it. What would we do? Let's go and get it. Let's go and get it. We can't forget it. What would we do? Great song, Miss Lauren. Oh, well, thank you so much. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. And now it's time for our story. Someone rustling in the leaves. The sun had already hidden itself behind the trees. It wasn't even sunset yet, but it already seemed dark because of so many tall, lush, looming trees. They hadn't been so looming before when the sun was shining with all its light. But now that the sun was behind them, it made these gigantic shadows that seemed to grow and grow all around Aspen and his sister, Autumn. They're just trees, Aspen reminded himself, but still he felt his heart start beating faster. He was supposed to collect some small sticks to start the fire with. The shadows, though, crept up on Aspen's shoulder like a big black spot. It's just a shadow, Aspen reminded himself. Sticks, sticks, small sticks, he said aloud. I know, replied Autumn. He looked back from where they had come from. He wasn't even that far away from his campsite. So why should he be afraid? But then he heard someone rustling in the leaves. Now, Chitter, Cheap, and Chat had all crowded behind a stump. They knew, with two of the smaller humans around, that they would definitely be getting a lot of crumbs. Yummy, delicious crumbs. Crumbs like potato chips and grandola and some strange, soft, white, squishy substance that was so sweet and tasty and sometimes left on the ends of sticks after roasting. Yum! They loved that goo. 
Their mom was always saying to stick to their regular diet of acorn seeds and berries, and it wasn't very good to eat that strange sweet substance. But the three chipmunks just couldn't resist, even if it meant that they would have to sneak towards the humans. Chitter whispered to Cheep, I hope they don't see us, Cheep whispered back. Chitter, don't be such a warrior. They won't even be looking for us. We are completely safe behind this stump. But then they heard a rustling in the leaves. Aspen stuck squarely where he was, even though he was not square-shaped. Why is that even a phrase? His mind asked. But he told it there were more pressing questions at hand, like who and what is rustling over there? Perhaps it was a strange beast, like some sort of flying lizard. He signaled to his younger sister, Autumn, who was picking up small sticks and using them as swords, one in each hand, to stop what she was doing. He waved his arms back and forth. Autumn did not seem to grasp the gravity of the situation and waved both of her sticks in a double-sword greeting as she thought her brother was just saying hi. Aspen put his forehead into his hands and then tried again. Autumn, did you hear that? he whispered. Autumn stopped what she was doing to listen, and when she did, she heard a stick snap. Now, Chitter, Cheep, and Chat had all peeked their furry striped heads out from behind their stump to see how close the tiny humans were. They were excited about having the tiny humans close, but not like so close. Too close was scary and sent small shivers up and down their tails. The three of them pulled their heads back behind the stump so the three, Chitter, Cheep, and Chat, could have a chat about what they should do. If we run away now, they might see us, said Chitter. And those Blue Jays will probably steal all the good snacks, said Cheep. Shh, cried Chat. They're getting closer. They peeked back out to check, but as they peeked, Chitter jostled Cheep, who jostled Chat, who stepped on a stick and was suddenly in front of the two children. Aspen and Autumn's eyes looked to where the stick had snapped, and there in that spot was not a strange beast, but a tiny, very cute chipmunk. Ah, said Autumn with glee, a chipmunk! Careful, Autumn, it's still a wild animal, piped in Aspen. A really cute wild animal, chimed Autumn. But still, it could attack us. Chat stood there frozen. He knew this was a tiny human, but he had seen these human children do wild things before. He had once seen a very small child eat 19 squishy white goo things and then proceed to jump 100 times around the campsite, pretending to be a toad eating 100 flies. You never know what will happen next with these small humans, so best instead to pretend to be a frozen statue. Maybe they couldn't see him since he was frozen. He was, in all actuality, very good at being frozen. Chitter and Cheep still hid behind the stump, also not moving one little fur on their adorable heads. Can we give it snacks? yelled Autumn. Chat jumped in place at the loud noise, but then cocked his head as he felt like they were talking about tasty treats. That was definitely something small humans usually had on them. And sure enough, 
Autumn grabbed from her pocket a package of crunchy brown things that appeared twisted about themselves like a bow. But as she put her hand out toward the chipmunk, she heard a disapproving noise. Now Aspen, who had regained his composure at being afraid of a potential monster that ended up being a small chipmunk, was shaking his head, no, and also said with his mouth, no, we shouldn't. But it's so cute, said Autumn. He sighed, yeah, but the guidebook on camping says you shouldn't feed wild critters. Something about it isn't good for them, and it can make them more tame, and that they can approach campsites and just brazenly steal your stuff. There was a pause, and Autumn said again, but it's so cute. She looked at her brother, who shook his head, and also said no again. No, she pleaded. He just shook his head this time. While the two were talking, Chat watched the two tinies talk back and forth, his gaze bouncing from one to the other, back to the first with the brown food items in her hand, wondering what they could be saying. They didn't seem like they were going to eat him. But again, you never know what they're going to do next. But he was too curious to run away. But his brothers, Chitter and Cheap, suddenly yoinked him back behind the stump. Ah, he went away, said Autumn. You made him run away. Can we get him to come back? Well, the guidebook didn't say anything about leaving a gift of non-human food. What if we collected some acorns for the chipmunk and left it by that stump over there? Okay, shouted Autumn, and they set off to finish collecting their sticks and to prepare an appropriate chipmunk snack for their forest friend. Later, when Chat, Chitter, and Cheap came back to check for food snacks left by the tiny humans, they instead found a beautiful acorn bouquet for them, along with an assortment of fresh-picked forest raspberries. It was a great day for all. The end. Are you ever scared when there are lots of shadows around? Do you think there are monsters or more normal things in them? Do you ever collect some acorns to give us gifts or to play with and paint? Cool. And now it's time for an activity. Pretend fire building with sticks. If you can, find an area that has some sticks for you to collect and collect them. Then you can build a variety of shapes with the sticks for your pretend fires. Fires need both fuel, which is the stick, and air, just like how we breathe, and just like dragons. It's like a fire-breathing, well, fire, a fire-breathing fire. So when we build our structures, we need to make sure that the sticks aren't completely covering each other, but have some gaps between them. Some shapes you could try are a cone shaped where all the tips come together at the top, a log cabin shape where the sticks are laid out in a square on the ground and you can lean one across another, or a lean-to shape where one log is laid flat on the ground and then the others have one end on the ground and one end on that log. I'll try to post some pictures of this. If you have some other camping tips, I would love to hear them. And now you can share them because we have a website and an email address. Yay! I would 
love to hear from you. Please tell me what you like about the show, what topics you might be interested in, any cool art or things you want to share. If you send me an audio recording, I could play it in the next episode. If you send yourself saying, great song, Miss Lauren, or great story, Miss Lauren, I will pick one to play in an upcoming episode. And any picture or artwork you can send, let me know if it's okay to post on social media, on the website, or both. You can find us at www.15minutesofneatstuff.com. That's a one five. And our email is 15minutesofneatstuff at gmail.com. Again, a one five. I am so excited to hear from you. Well, I had such a fun time with you today. Thank you so much for listening. Come back in two-ish more weeks for 15 more minutes of Neat Stuff for Kids. I'm Lauren, and I hope you have the best day ever. Did you pack your cheeks? Did you pack your nose? Did you pack your ears? Did you pack all of those? Let's go and get it. Let's go and get it. We can't forget it. What would we do? Let's go and get it. Let's go and get it.